the last few weeks we've been doing things to sort of lift our spirits and positively impact other people. And that's been really great. We did a week of sending thank you notes to people, telling them how they've impacted our lives in positive ways. We did a week of doing simple acts of kindness for other people. And then we did a week just talking about things that we really love and care about, things that we're passionate about. And that's been really great. It was a lot of fun for me to hear my students' responses when they sent someone a thank you note or did some kind act and they got to see how they impacted that other person. And I think that's such an important thing. It's such an important thing to know we have that power. Not only to lift our own spirits, because if we're positively impacting other people, that comes back to us. I firmly believe that. That anything that we want in life, we need to put into the world. And it comes back to us. So if we want to feel happy and uplifted and feel like we have a sense of purpose, we need to give that to other people. And the other thing that I think is important for people to understand is we always have that power, even when we feel powerless. Because there are times in life where we feel like everything's being dictated to us and we just kind of have to trudge through and that we maybe don't have control over a difficult situation. But we always have control over certain things. We always have power. And the power to impact someone else in an emotional way is really important to understand. Because that's about as powerful a thing as there is, and we have that in us all the time. And it was nice hearing from some of the students how maybe they did something kind for someone else, and that person thanked them, or that person just smiled, maybe. And I think it's important to realize how much of an impact that can have on that person. I always think it's a good way to approach people with the understanding that it may be the worst day of that person's life. Anyone we meet on any given day, it may be his or her worst day ever. And we should act accordingly. Because if we knew it was someone's worst day of their whole life, we would probably try to be understanding. We would probably try to be kind. I think most people are good. We just get caught up in our daily lives and all the stresses we have and all the little concerns and worries and stuff like that. But if we could put things in perspective and understand what someone else is going through, I think most people want to help and be kind and do good. And we have that ability. And if we approach every day as if we're working with people on what could be the worst day of their lives, we don't know their personal struggles, then we can impact them in a positive way. And I think little things that we do like that can have 
a far bigger impact and reach than we sometimes think. If we do something kind for someone, one of my students gave an example of just helping someone in a checkout line. That there was a woman in the checkout line and she had a, I think it was a potted plant and it fell off the conveyor belt and broke. So my student saw her and went and grabbed her another one, didn't know this person. And the woman gave a little bit of a smile and said, thank you. And little things like that can be so big because we don't know what that woman was going through. Maybe she was having a bad day already and she got this plant and then it falls and breaks and it could be one of those little frustrating things that just piles on top of everything else. And then maybe that woman goes home to her family, to her kids, and maybe she's just a little grumpier than normal. Maybe she harps on her kid a little bit more than she would because she's having a tough day. But instead, maybe she leaves that store thinking, wow, how nice of that high school student to do that for me. And leaving the store, maybe she's not having a negative outlook on life. Maybe she's remembering that one positive thing. And then maybe she goes home and she's a little more warm, a little more caring for her family. Or whatever it is. That's just a scenario we have no idea. And that makes it tough sometimes. Is we don't always see the impact we have on other people. We can hope that we're impacting people in a positive way. I think that's always a challenge in education, is hoping we're making a positive impact. A lot of times, in anything in life, it's really easy to see the negative. It's easy to see when we screw up, when we maybe, as teachers or coaches, when we push a student a little too hard, or we come down on them a little too you know, tough, and it's, it's easy to see when maybe things aren't going super well for a student. But it's hard to see the good sometimes, to maybe see the positive impact. And a lot of times it's because those things take longer and they're not as evident, not as noticeable. But it's an important thing to remember that we have that power. This week we're shifting a little bit, still on the idea of taking care of ourselves and our mental health. But this week, instead of adding something, we're going to subtract something. And what I mean by that is we're going to just practice unloading something from our lives. We all carry things that weigh us down. And those things could be physical possessions. They could be activities, things that we do could be emotional baggage, but we all hold on, on to things that put pressure on us. And sometimes one of the best things we can do is unload some of that, is to get rid of some of those things. I'm a fan of the idea of minimalism, and that's something that's caught on a lot in recent years. I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to say I'm a minimalist. I 
first of all, I have a couple of kids and you can certainly be a minimalist with kids, but kids tend to have a lot of accessories and things. So I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a minimalist, but I like to be minimalist in certain aspects of my life. And if you're unfamiliar with that, there's a lot of great information out there about minimalism. And I'm sure I've talked about that before at different times. But a big thing about minimalism is just making sure the things that we have add value to our lives. And that's something that I have talked about before. But I think that's a good thing to do in every aspect of our lives, not just with our possessions. A lot of times minimalism is maybe thought of as just being about physical possessions and it can be, but I think that can be looked at with our behaviors and our emotions as well. What things are we carrying that aren't really adding value to our lives that we could set aside and improve our lives that way. I think a lot of times we always think of add, add, add. We think of the things that we have to do, what more we have to do to be happier, to have a little bit more. Or sometimes it's taking it away. It's like always trying to make more money. Well, sometimes spending less can be just as good. So that's what I want us focusing on this week is where are some areas, what's one thing that you can unload that's going to lighten that weight on your shoulders? Now, maybe it is some sort of possession. Maybe it's setting something aside for a little while. Maybe it's a cell phone. You know, I've talked to my students a lot about the amount of time they spend on their cell phones. And I don't think cell phones are bad. I think it's a wonderful tool and it can be a great entertaining thing to have, but it also can be a large distraction. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that people who spend more time on their phones and more time on social media tend to have higher levels of depression and things like that. And that's that's not everybody and there's a lot of great things about social media as well. You can connect with people and if you cater it to things that you want to learn and know, those are all wonderful things. But we have to ask ourselves if we're really getting value out of those things. I know I spend very minimal time looking at social media stuff. I post some of these things on there. I think it is a nice tool if someone sends me something or wants to contact me, but I don't spend really much time at all scanning through anything because I don't find the experience real fulfilling. So I know that's something to set aside. So I make a point to set aside my cell phone or I don't have certain social media things even linked to my phone so that I'm getting updates that I feel a need to look at it and things like that. So sometimes it's, it's setting aside a possession or an activity like surfing through social media. Or sometimes it's just unloading some emotional baggage. Maybe there's something that we've been hanging on to, some bit of anger or jealousy or some negative emotion that we can unload. 
It's, there's a quote that I've seen attributed to different people, ranging from Buddha to Nelson Mandela to St. Augustine, I think. And it's been quoted a couple different ways. But the idea is, holding on to hate is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Sometimes we just have to unload something like that. So maybe it's, and this is a little more difficult, but maybe it's having a conversation with someone to unload some emotional baggage that we have. But that's it. That's what we're going to talk about in class this week. And that's what I want you to try to do is pick one thing that you can set aside, that you can get rid of so you don't have to worry about it. So that you can take that off of your plate. That can be a really big relief. And it's a great way to continue taking care of ourselves. Let's have another great week of school. Much love.